Ready? Go. Hey everyone, it's Heather Whaley. Frank Whaley. And today is, oh God, what day is it? It's Thursday, December 3rd. This is episode 41. One year ago today. What happened? A 300-page report prepared by Democrats on the House Intelligence Committee found, quote, serious misconduct, unquote, by President Donald Trump and his dealings with Ukraine. The report would serve as foundation for debate over whether Trump should be impeached and removed from office. Well, now that was one year ago. Yeah, but a lot of good that did. He's look at him now. I mean, he's gone off the rails. I mean, if that was deemed impeachable, the the shit that he's doing now. It's it's so beyond impeachable. It's it's. It's Heather, it's it's criminal. It's it's Jesus Christ. I don't, I, I mean, I never, in my, in my wildest dreams, there's so many things that are true today that I never would have thought would be true in the year of our Lord, 2020. For was, instance, what mask to wear. I, well, that, but I was saying yesterday that if you had told me when I was a kid that in this year, in 2020, there'd be a whole bunch of people who do not believe that the earth is round. They think it's flat. I would have said, no way, never, never. That is done, decided. We decided that centuries ago. But here we are. These people also think that JFK Jr. is going to come back and save the world. When is he supposed to get here on Trump's inauguration? I believe that, actually. I mean, there's literally not a thinking person who could look at what Donald Trump is doing and think, yes, please, more. It's that shit woman in Michigan accusing the, the people in Michigan, oh, did you do something with it? What'd you do? You did something with it? You changed the ballots, the voter rolls? What did you, you look guys at the do? Voter rolls, what'd you do? I took an oath that I, if I make something up, I go to jail. Did you, t- did you take that? Did you? Did you? But that wasn't even the craziest thing about that hearing. The craziest thing about that hearing was every time Giuliani reached for, uh, you know, a document out of his folder, he passed gas. Oh, my God. I mean, Audibly. So loud. What on earth? And, and, well, also, when that woman was talking, Giuliani was reaching over trying to get her to shut up. That, too. When Rudy Giuliani is trying to get you to shut up, you got some problems. If this was a... Situation comedy starring Rudy Giuliani, the writers would all be fired because you can't have an episode where he's sweating his hair tonic down the side of his face. And that farting way. in the Michigan State Senate or wherever he was. It's just too much, guys. You got to you got to pull it back a little bit. It's too, it's too. The comedy is too. This comedy is too broad. Yeah, nobody buys it. It's too slapstick. Melissa Carone. That character is way over the top, not to mention Sidney Powell. Oh, my God. I mean, that's, we need, we need new characters. This is, it's too, it's too surreal. You want to have some um, Real Housewives news? Yes. I got a story from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Well, me too. What do you know? Oh, what do you have? Well, your friend Kyle Richards. Yeah. And her sister, Kathy Hilton. 
Yeah. And your best friend. No, that's not her sister. Dorit. That's her cousin. It's her sister. Kathy Hilton? Yes. Kathy, oh. Kyle, and the other one, Kim, are all sisters. Oh, that's news to me, Heather. Thank you, though. Will you stop jiggling your thermos over there? <laughs> Is that what you call it? Well, Dorit, Kyle, and Kathy, Kathy's going to be a new member of the Housewives of Beverly Hills. Okay. Cast member. They all got the coronavirus. No way. Yes. All three of them. Apparently, they're all in the end stages of the virus, and they should be okay. I would imagine that Kyle is a nightmare with, like, she's such a whining, um, complaining person to begin with. Kyle? Yeah, Kyle. She's, like, she can't, she's, she's a nervous wreck. She, she's, you remember, she can't get on an airplane. She's always freaking out. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's real jittery. When she, yeah, she's always breaking down. Well, now she's got the COVID. Ah, well. I mean, if you're going to get the COVID now, it just, you feel like you just got to hang on just for a little bit more till you get the vaccine. But I took that quiz in the New York Times to see when I'm going to get the vaccine. It's like never. I'm at the back of the line. I'm going to have to get a job as an essential worker if I ever want to see that vaccine. So I'm going to go to nursing school. I'll do online nursing school. One month after Erica Girardi filed for divorce from husband Tom Girardi. Yes. They're being sued for allegedly using their split to embezzle money. (gasps) No. That's right, Heather. I always said there's something shady about Erica. You kind of love Erica. Wait, Erica and Tom did that? That's correct. For embezzle money from his According business? to a complaint filed in an Illinois federal court Wednesday, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star and her husband and her lawyer husband are being sued by law firm Edelson PC on behalf of several families who lost loved ones in a Boeing plane crash. Oh. Allegedly, they embezzled settlement funds meant to help the families of victims on Lion Air Flight 610. Oh, my God. Bastards. Why would they yeah. do that? Tom has resorted to embezzling the proceeds of settlements that should have been directed to his clients, including, as the basis for this complaint, the widows and orphans who lost loved ones in the tragic crash of Lion Air Flight 610, in order to continue funding his and Erica's lavish Beverly Hills lifestyles. Remember all the like outfits and costumes well, she and had paintings and diamonds and shit that yeah, she they had? they went everywhere, and he, they had two planes. They had a big plane and a little plane. Yeah. She was always bragging about that. Wow, so they don't really have that much money then. Tom's law firm, Girardi and Keese, is also named in the suit, which claims both Tom, 81, I guess 81, and the firm are on the verge of financial collapse and locked in a downward spiral of mounting debts and dwindling funds. Sounds familiar, Heather. Edelson, PC, and Erica declined to comment on the case. Tom did not immediately respond. Wow. I mean... I'm I'm really surprised about that. You love Erica Jane, but hey. Well, I, it's not that I, I love Erica Jane, and it, I'm not surprised that they don't have as much money as they purported to have, because I don't think you can really sustain that kind of lifestyle unless you're just, like a Bezos. But I'm surprised that they would embezzle money from people who lost their loved ones in a plane crash. God, Nothing surprises me. That's anymore. really shitty. Yeah, that's pretty lousy. The thing about Erica is that she's very smug and self-righteous. Oh, yeah. Very, self, very self-righteous. So I'm interested to see how she's going to play this off, like as if she's, um, you know, somehow in the right. 
And they're always parading old Tom, uh, uh, Tom Girardi out like he's, you know, Mr. Universe. Oh, yeah, like the world's smartest man. Yeah, you know, presenting her with uh, 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 like a Picasso painting for their anniversary. Do you remember the very first time she was introduced on that show? She was like out to lunch by herself and she ordered a dessert. Yeah. I thought that was weird. She I was, thought it was kind of sad. She was at the, uh, like... Um, she was at a fancy restaurant. Yeah. Table for one, which is fine. It's fine to do that. But it just was sort of a weird way to introduce yourselves on that Housewives. Yes. Being, sitting in a restaurant alone, ordering a dessert is a weird thing. I, I can't remember the last time I ever sat in a restaurant alone. Well, I've been to restaurants alone, but I don't think I would order dessert. I don't know. Why don't you people write in? Would you tell, tell us about that? When you go to a restaurant, have you ever been to a restaurant by yourself? And if you do go to a restaurant by yourself, would you order dessert? Let us know. Or have you ever killed anyone? You had cats growing up, right? You well, had a cat. We, uh, we never, like, it was a strange thing because they were always cats that just ended up in front of our door. Mm-hmm. And they became our cats. Yeah. Okay. So you would take in like wild stray cats. And we had one cat one year that my father decided he didn't want in the house anymore. And so in the winter, this cat developed this in, in cra- crazy big fur coat because it had to be outside all winter. Mm-hmm. And it would just hunt outside. It became kind of feral. Ah. Yeah. Well, um, another person who likes cats is good old Carol Baskin. Mm-hmm. Carol Baskin had an incident at her big cat animal rescue in Tampa where one of her uh, tigers attacked what they call a staffer, which is really a volunteer. Hillsborough Fire Rescue said it received an emergency call around 8.30 a.m. Thursday at Baskin's Tiger Sanctuary for an individual who suffered a serious bite to the hand as well as an arm injury. Well... One of their longtime volunteers, a woman named Candy Couser, stuck her hand into the enclosure of Kimba the tiger to open the door for feeding time, and Kimba bit into her hand and started thrashing. We're told Candy's arm was nearly torn off at the shoulder. Candy Couser. The Baskins say when other staffers ran to the scene, and these are volunteers, Kimba let go of Candy's arm. They applied a tourniquet and pressure to the wounds. I mean, she's expected to survive, but... If you're going to have a, get a big cat place, you're not going to get a bunch of volunteers. Does she still have that zoo? Yes. That, that, but wait a minute. She's, this woman, after that huge Netflix thing, why doesn't, I mean, why does she still run, run a zoo? Why, doesn't, why isn't she doing something else? Like cash in. I mean, she's on Cameo. The Baskins <laughs> say at the time of the attack, Kimba was in an enclosure that's behind two guillotine-style tunnel doors. Candy opened the first, but when she got to the second, it was clipped shut. They tell us this is our universal signal not to open a gate without the coordinator coming to assist, but Candy said she just wasn't thinking. She reached in to unclip it. It is against our protocols for anyone to stick any part of their body into a cage with a cat in it. Oh, my God. Well, they should hire, uh, what's his name, Girardi, and then he can take the profits when... Candy gets her big settlement from Carol Baskin. I just don't understand why this woman still has a zoo. She was on the biggest television series of the lockdown. Yeah, but she's, she's a nutcase. Nobody's going to give her a job. More, all the more reason. Everybody's a nutcase. Everybody she on television is a nutcase. Killed her husband and put him in that meat grinder, fed him to the cats. Nobody's going to hire Carol Baskin. I was reading a story about Mike Tyson, who, who once 
offered a zookeeper $10,000 if he could go in and punch um, an orangutan in the face because it was bullying the other orangutans. Oh, my God. What? Yeah. That's probably normal orangutan behavior. Right. But Mike was mad. He wanted to go in and punch him in the face for being a bully. Oh, my God. I don't know why people got to fuck with wild animals. Just leave them alone. Oh, my God. I mean, I was over at our local farm today looking at the cows and petting them, but I'm not trying to, like, put my hand in a... If, that, if there was the, the threat that that cow might bite my entire arm off of my body, I'm not going to put my arm in there. Are you stupid? How much do you think Carol Baskin makes on Cameo? Oh, I know how much she makes, I'll bet. $300. Yes, $299.99. That's $200 more than I'm charging these days. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. It's your friend Carol Baskin calling because Dave told me that it's your anniversary coming up and he thinks that you're the best couple that he knows. So happy anniversary from Dave and Kimba, my sweet, sweet tiger. You need a, a catchphrase, a Carol Baskin type catchphrase. Maybe that's what you're lacking. You need that. You mean like, hey, everyone, it's Heather Whaley. That's not good enough. Nah. No, that's just an introduction. That's just that my name is. Well, you keep working on it because it's, it's, you get, you know, it's, it's, that's the idea, but it's got to be a little bit more. Hey, you know, all snappy. you. Hey, I don't want to say, hey, all you. Hi, hey, how you doing? No. That's Wendy Williams. Okay, so I can't do how you doing. I can't do hey all you anybody's. I can't say hey guys because lots of people don't like to be called guys anymore. And I can't say what. Uh, why don't we have a? Why don't we? Why don't we put it out to the you know to the listeners if they can come up. Whoever comes up with the best catchphrase for Heather, the f- the first person to reach out to me with a catchphrase, I'm gonna use it tomorrow. But you have to be the first one. You got it. I'm going to, so where should they reach out to me? You can reach out to me on Twitter, at Heather yeah. Whaley on Twitter, or you can go to the Whaley Family Hour place and I'll look at the timestamp and see who got to me first. Um, that's going to be my catchphrase. Well, they can send a wire via Western Union. Yeah, that's right. They could send Candy Graham. Candy Coogan? What's they could name? hire Can- a... Candy, Candy Cousin? Yeah, they, could, they, could, they could get her arm and write it in, on, her, on, on her, her severed arm and put it in the mail to the P.O. box that's on whaleyfamilyhour.com. That would probably be the fastest way. Yeah. Apologies for missing the podcast yesterday. We ran into some technical difficulties with the decorating of the Christmas tree. I had to run out three times to CVS, Heather, to get lights. Yeah, we, we ran out of lights and then we got more lights and we still didn't have enough lights. And then at one point I had put almost all the lights on the tree and they all went out. The first for me was the sign at the Christmas tree place where we went and got our Christmas tree that said... All the needles are going to fall off this tree because of climate change. So just get ready for that. Yeah, somebody had. They said uh, somebody had written expect the needles to fall off, and they wrote they crossed out expect, and they said needles might fall off. In other words, expect the needles to fall off because it's because two years from now there aren't going to be any more trees. And it just just like last year, somebody should have said a year from now. Giuliani would be farting all over the place. Oh, my God. And Trump will be on Facebook claiming voter fraud after he's lost the election to Joe Biden. No one would believe it. The answer that I gave you is they didn't bother to interview a single witness. 
just like you, they don't want to know the truth. Well, you probably know the truth. The answer. Do you think that he knew that he did that? Or was he just going to try to keep talking over it to pretend like it didn't happen? Well, what would you do? I mean, if it was like this. Let's see if I can make the exact noise. It had a little vocalization to it, though. A single fart witness. I mean, I mean, if you're in a situation like that, you're just going to pretend it didn't happen. You're not going to say, "Oops, sorry, sorry." I, I, I he I might have, he gas. might have done it better if he just leaned over to the side and let it rip. But that know? wasn't the first. That wasn't the only one. He's he, there was more than one. Oh my god. So, in other words, climate change is killing all the Christmas trees. Giuliani's farting all over the place. The president's attorney. And Erica Jane is an embezzler. But at least you got both your arms. All right. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody. Take care. Bye. <laughs>